on the Buckbusters podcast. Jump right in, because we have a long friggin' episode here, guys. It's going to be very long here. Yes. That's what she said. Now, Colin has a question to kick us off here, get us into the, the mood. So we all know that the, uh, I guess the Heritage Classic, the Winter Classic, just you know, was held between the, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Buffalo Sabres. Obviously, the NHL, as of yet, has not announced the next two opponents. Who do you see could be those next two opponents and where? I Well, actually, I should say, out of these three games, where do you can see, where can you see is going to happen next? Seattle and Vancouver at Lumen Field, Edmonton and Calgary and Commonwealth Stadium, and Leafs and Canadiens in Olympic Stadium. Um, I'm going to go jump off the bat and say Battle of Calgary. Because that would be a great winter series to watch. I, would I actually yeah. would say I think, Battle yeah. of... I'm at the thir- third of these two. You know, originally before you said anything, I was I was leaning more towards Maple Leafs. That's what I was going to say. But like, then, now that you think six. about it, it's the but Battle of Calgary is one of those games in hockey where you watch no matter what. Like, one, one of two, the top two rivalries in all hockey. Battling outdoors... Yeah, one of the most or, or I would even say like add in two more original six and do Detroit Boston or Detroit Toronto, Boston Toronto, Boston and, Montreal. Any one of the original any, six. Any of this original six battling it out. Yeah. All right. Now let's start, jump right into it with the uh, with the news for the week. Jeff, you wanted to start. Us um, off? starting off with the OHL. Um, the Kings and Frontnets. They as of this year um they have four players that reached the 30 goal mark this season which is the seventh time in their history and they did it in their history or OHL history their their, their history, their history. The, they did it in seasons the 78 79 80 season the 80 81 season 80, 82 83 season 92 93 season 97 98 the 0506 and then now 2021-2022 season. That's crazy. That's especially crazy. 30 goal scores. Wow. Yeah, especially for an OHL team. Did they ever even have one? <laughs> <laughs> no, the closest is highest in 25. But. Yeah. Um, and then um, the Flint Firebirds have hired former Saginaw assistant head coach um, Jeff Blum as the new assistant head coach of for the Flint Firebirds. And then... We have um, playing in his being becoming the first CHL player in into the 2021-22 season. Um, Wyatt Johnson of the Windsor Spitfire has now 100 points this season, or so leading the the entire CHL. In well, 50 games, oh, 52 games, something like that. Two points a game on average, like close to yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that's it. That's oh my god. He's definitely going. And to he's the one. That's, of the that's assuming he's played every game. Yeah, yeah. and he's one of the top, even if he has prospects. He's, he's, I forget who. I forget who. Pro, I'm sure teams like Carolina and Colorado are looking at that. I forget. On, well, I assume he, he yeah. knows them though. He's he's gonna be drafted he's, top five. No he's doubt. top five. No, he's well, definitely he's like, top five. I just well, forget. Carolina's who. number one this season. I mean, well, see him dropping you, no further you, than like eight or nine. Yeah. You gotta remember, the higher you're seeded, Bobo, the lower you're gonna draft. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's there's a few miraculously trade up at Vancouver. Yeah. You know, so the he's Dean brothers. So he's gonna he's gonna go to like Detroit or Buffalo or oh, if he goes to Buffalo, that'd be kind of fun to go see him watch Buffalo. 
even though it comes from a yeah. team that we're not very fond of. <laughs> yeah. <I'd go laughs> that'd be, yeah. Um, and then Evan Brand of the Mississauga Steel has he played this um his two hundred career game. Uh, two hundred. Wow. That's. That's especially, for the OHL. especially for the OHL. Usually, you last maybe three seasons. Yeah, three. It's only three sixty-two game seasons. Mm-hmm. And then there were two. Um, Flint, another from Flint. Um, Brennan Othman. Um, he's the French. He holds the franchise single season goals as a rookie. How many do you have? Um, forty. Jesus Christ. Well, Flint hasn't been in the. In the OHL all that long. Still, as a, I'm thinking the more the fact is a rookie. Well, as a, as a, a top five team in the OHL, I mean, you, you kind of get that, but not out of a out yep. of a rookie. Yeah, that's regardless what I'm of how old that the franchise is or not, like that's that's what I'm saying. That's impressive for a rookie. For somebody who's you know 16 or 17 years old to to lead a club like that, no. If that's how many goals he has, that kid probably has 65 assists, maybe close to 70. I wouldn't say that much, but like he he's. He's probably dead even or a mm. lot of assists. Maybe. And then there are other another rookie skater from Flint, um, Gavin Hayes. Um, he holds the franchise rookie single se- single game points and assists record of the season with twenty twenty six goals and four assists. Yeah. And then the Guelph Storm, uh, with his thirteenth goal. In this past Wednesday's um, last week's um, game, Al, um, Cam Allen surpasses Ryan McCurley's on 2016-2017 mark of 12 for the most goals by a Guelph in Guelph Storm at the age of 16 or 17. Old rookie defenseman. Defense rookie, def- a 16-year-old defenseman getting 12 or 13 goals. Wow. Hard to see NHL defensemen getting yeah. 13 goals, let alone yeah. damn. I was going to say, those are like John Carlson 16 year old. Whew. God damn. Yep. And then um, Luca Hampton, Windsor Spitfire, got his 100 career assists already. Wow. And then the um, CHL announced their um, full on roster for the. Uh, let me get it up real quick for you guys. Oh, there it is. Um, because team for Team Red on forwards. Um, Luca De Bell of the Mississauga Steelheads, David Gutetta of the Sudbury Wolves, Hunter Hyatt of Barry Colts, Matthew Batoris of Guelph Storm. Shane White, Kingston Frontnets, and Danny Zarek of the Guelph Storm. The, on the defense for Team Red is Michael Butchner of Guelph Storm, Joran Devallen of the Hamilton Bulldogs, Isaac George of the London Knights, and Ty Nelson of the North Bay Battalion. And then the coaches are... Mike McKenzie and Derek Waugh for the Kitchener Rangers. And for Team White uh, um, pro, um, is Owen Beck of the Mississauga Steelheads. Roland Gazelzov of, Lon- of the London Knights. 
Jake is bear of Gulfstorm, Paul of Skivity of Kingston, Bryce McKenna Barker of Sioux, Vincent Rohner of the 67ers, and Matthias of the Saginaw Spirit, and then on defense, they only have one announced right now for um, Saginaw, but Pavel McStevitt of the Saginaw Spirit. That's all your OHL. All right, moving up to, up to the AHL. Uh, Zach Fakule of the Hershey Bears has become the first goalie in the Hershey Bear France 84-year team history to boast three straight shutouts, three consecutive straight shutouts in their franchise history. Wow. Nice. Three so, consecutive. Three consecutive. That's a, that's a rarity in the NHL. Yeah. Right. NHL. Uh, bump, bump it up <laughs> to the NHL. Alex Ovechkin has become the number three all-time leading goal scorer in NHL history, uh, passing Yarmir Yager at six hundred sixty-seven uh, goals. Sorry. I, I love this little yeah, I, the, the little fun that Yager poked at him. Pretty much said, "Don't don't make me come out of retirement and pass you up again." Well, he's never really in retirement. Just don't make me sign yeah. in the NHL again. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I'll come for you." Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm um, gonna pull the fucking Tom Brady and just like psych and just. Like, I'm, I'm not retiring. Fuck you. I'm out. I'm back. <laughs> and and then kind of sticking with o- Ovechkin, um, he's now he's shot over six thousand career shots. Jesus. <laughs> I wonder how many sticks he's fucking and, broken. How many yes. gone? Seven hundred sixty something, isn't it? How many goals is he at? Seven six, sixty-eight. Seven six seven. Uh, seven, seven, eight, six, eight, seven six seven. Eight six eight. Seven six eight with passing Yager. So he's. Oh well, no no six seven was passing Yager. Now he's at six eight. Okay. And he's only second behind um, Ray Borg, with six six thousand two hundred ninety goals. I mean shots. My bad. And he has an average of four point seven seven shots per um, per game. In. It's an average of a goal every eleven shots. Which is that's insane. That's crazy. And then um, <laughs> since two thousand five, his um, he is more th- he's more than two thousand two hundred twenty nine, more than the next closest player, Eric Stahl, at three thousand seven hundred seventy one. So that's what a shot, literally a goal. What every three games? If you break it, break numbers down. A goal every three or four games. If it's twelve shots a goal every, or if it's average twelve shots. A goal every. I know. think you're, I think you're overcomplicating it. There, I think right? I Overthinking, too. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can, I can smell the smoke through my allergies here. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that says something. Yes, we'll jump into a couple of milestones we forgot to mention in last week's episode. These all happened last week from the week of the March eighth through the fifteenth or the fourteenth. Uh, T.J. Brody scored his three hundredth career point. That was in that the Heritage game against uh, Toronto and Buffalo. Derek Broussard scored his three hundredth goal in a game against Carolina. And in that same game, Derek Stefan scored his 500th point in his 800th career game. Again, that was in the same game as that that uh, Philly and Carolina matchup. Uh, what were some other things that we missed going throughout the week? Uh, Mark Mike Felino and Nick Felino become the second father-son duo to both play. 1,000 career that, NHL games. That's pretty cool scene. That's a cool fact, yeah. I mean, just last week we had the uh, the three brothers. Uh, the the Stahl brothers. Mark Stahl, and, Mark Stahl and Eric, yeah. Mark, Jordan, and Eric all yeah. being <clears throat> the 1,000 game club. 
Mark, Jordan, uh, Eric, and Jared. Because remember, you can't forget Jared, who's in the NHL. Yeah, he didn't play a thousand. Well, no, you're, you're talking about the stalls, but... Oh, we, 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 had, we had mentioned the uh, Mark and Nick Foligno being the first father-son duo, and I said it was similar to... Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Brothers. Obviously, stepping out of the studio <laughs> got, definitely has to be fucked up, so... That's <laughs> no, okay. We're all a little fucked um, up. Well, someone, uh, Tomas Hurdle agreed to an eight-year contract extension with the San Jose Sharks. Wow. Uh, Claude Drew on Saturday... Uh, well, two nights ago, Saturday the 19th, his skater's 1,000th career game... With the Flyers, and that's kind of you know I, I hate in fact, but like it's it's a but fact. It's funny, yeah, yeah it's a but it's actually sticking with them. <laughs> Called out the fun fact of the week. Well, well, I'm, trying, I'm trying to find the the money that was involved in Hurdle's trade, but I can't seem to find it. Yeah, it just says eight year contract. I don't. It's, okay, it's just just say financial terms were not yet released, but this was released on the sixteenth. <laughs> Nothing as of yet. That was another one. Uh, Derek Poliot has signed a one-year $750,000 contract with the Vegas Golden Knights. Another team that he'll get to play about two games with and then get sent, sent back down to the AHL. Yeah. I saw a bunch That's of... That's another one. Like, I didn't know he was still playing. I didn't know he was still in the league. Yeah. In all honesty. Um, Wait, who? I found a couple of them. Jazz or just Barry Koganiemi, eight years. That's what you said. That's what you said. Uh, Four point two eight million dollars <throat> for his. Uh, L.A. extends Blake Lizette for two years, one point six five mil. Uh, how long ago was this? Uh, Jake DeBrusque, two years in Boston, for four million on average. Anton Forsberg. With Ottawa for three years, 2.75 mil. And the other big one I have is Carell. Carol Vajamelka, however the fuck you say it. Kazoo type. Goalie for the. Yeah, excuse me? Yeah. You might have a typo there. Are you sure you're Captain Walking Across the Keyboard or that? Yeah, anyways. Goaltender for the Coyotes, three years, two uh, two point seven two five mil. So those are the big extensions that I found off of the NHL discussion page. This is the on one. Uh, Nino Nina Ryder was suspended one game for his actions against the Capitals earlier this week. Ooh, I found another one actually. Hampus Lindholm, eight years extension with Boston, six point five million. It was just traded over from. I know. Uh, Anaheim, Anaheim, which we'll get into our updates on the trade deadline here mm-hmm. very shortly. Um, I think that was just about it. We didn't have yeah. a whole lot, not a whole lot of, not uh, a whole lot of yeah, what, big news this week. I think it was the more talks were on more. the trade deadline coming. Yeah, yeah with, with the trade deadline being on recording day, March twenty first. Uh, obviously ending at three p.m. Eastern. Uh, I think eleven a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> that that kind of leads to my second question here for you guys. Uh, well, oh. I was, I was going to do this one fact one you sent real quick. Uh, Jumbo Joe, the last time he played in San Jose as an opponent, uh, Austin Matthews was five years old. Mario Lemieux was still playing pro hockey. Sidney Crosby was in the 10th grade. And MySpace was the most popular social media page. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> so... Um, <clears throat> I jump back into the the, the trade deadline. What's Jamie in the trade trade deadline? Trade deadline. Yes. 
So I have two. I, it's kind of like a two part. So the I, I have a well, there's four of them. I'm only gonna go through two of them. Uh, some of the biggest trades to happen on trade deadline day. Mm. So the first one, it's gonna be between Calgary and St. Louis. Calgary acquires Rob Ramage and Rick Wamsley. Yes, I said it right. Wamsley. It's not Ramsley. It's well, Wamsley. Wamsley. <laughs> and St. Louis acquires Brett Holm and Steve Bosick. And I'll show you. It's wow. Wamsley. Wow. Who do you think won the trade and why? I mean, it's oh, it's kind of hard to decipher seeing that we weren't really around mm. for most of these guys, pretty much all of those guys' playing careers. I'm going to go Wamsley because I, I, I like can't, I okay. can't. I don't think you can wholeheartedly say that because my next one, I feel like you'll say differently. And you'll see why once I ask it. I mean, like, uh, Brett Hall, I yeah. think, automatically. Would if you, if you're that. getting Brett Hall, you get, you're, yeah. you're the winning side of that trade. I was going to say Wamsley because his last name was fun to say. <laughs> Just specifically because of that. No, oh, yeah. it's not Gordon Ramsley. It's Rick Wamsley, man. Rick Wamsley. So is he going to sing Wig Me Up before you go-go next? <laughs> All right, moving on to the second <laughs> part of the trade. Can I try to guess this one? Like, yeah, go ahead. Or not, like, who are the teams involved? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, tell me what, who the oh, team's involved. It's between Hartler, uh, Hartler, yes, Hartford, oh jeez, and Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh is that the Ron Francis trade? As, yeah, actually. wow. I one the, one the, one of the few trades in the uh, ninety nine one season between Hartford and Pittsburgh, where Hartford acquires John Cullen, Jarzy Zaflix, and Jeff Parker, whereas Pittsburgh acquires Ron Francis, Ole Samuelson. And Greg, uh, Grant, not Greg, Grant Jennings. I haven't heard Ulf Samuelson. Oh, Ulf Samuelson was in that trade, too. Yeah. I did not know uh, that. Yeah, that, that's one, one of the big ones that helped them push for their first Stanley Cup in franchise history. <laughs> I have to say, I'm sorry, Hartford. As good as you are, Pittsburgh got away. Yeah. And yeah. I might be they, biased. they won that trade, obviously, because we ended up winning back-to-back cups. E- even though you said we, we weren't alive during that, so it's hard <laughs> to judge. Exactly. My point. I mean, like, it's, I mean at, at that point, it is just... Like, facts. If you win back-to-back cups shortly after making a big move at the trade deadline, it's, it's kind it's of a no-brainer. <laughs> That's kind of similar to how um, the Capitals did. I mean, I know, man, the Oshie trade was the year that we beat them, the, I think, the first time. So that was a while ago, but I'm, so I'm just making an ass out of myself. I think <laughs> well, I do that every day of the week. They, the we the year one. Washington won, that's the year they made the Shattenkirk trade, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so, Shatt- so you could say the same thing with them. Demon, you know, he's the same argument for a team that we're not very, a huge fan of. You know, acquiring Kevin Shattenkirk at the trade deadline, that was ended up being one of the biggest parts of their defense and one of the main reasons that they ended up going on and winning that year, beating Vegas in five. Or was it six? Five. It was five. Yeah. Because yeah. Vegas won the first uh, game one in Vegas, and then uh, Washington won the last four. Yeah. All right, mm. moving on to the very, very long list of trades that have happened since our last recording episode. Why don't we just get like the Jeopardy background music as we all go through? You know. <laughs> get the ten-hour loop going. Might as well. <laughs> all right. Starting off, one of the first ones this week on March fourteenth, Colorado Avalanche acquired defenseman Josh Nansen from the Anaheim Ducks. In exchange for a defenseman prods, prospect, prospect, Drew Hellison, and a second-round pick in the 2023 NHL Draft. I hope you know Which there's... Colorado won that, that yeah. trade, oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Hands And then the day after, Minnesota Wild acquired Tyson Yost from the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for forward Nico Sturm. Um, it's two, two smaller names there. I don't think there's I re- a, a I, true winner I, there quite I, yet. Minnesota. I'll, 
Slightly. Jost is an initial name. He's not a big one, but he's like well, he's so a consistent. Well, so is Sturm. I like Nico not Sturm. not not really. He no? he's like that 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 next like the next man up kind of third person. What um, I forget what it is for. He's the center. Forwards. So yeah, he's a center. So he's a he's like he's like the he's a thirteenth or fourteenth man on the offensive unit. He's First, like the, the the Dominic Simone or the Sam Lafferty of the Penguins. That, like, like he'll Lafferty step when he was on the Penguins. Okay. Like he'll step up when there's when energy to. to. Uh, injury to the Penguins forward core, but like he's not on the start. Assuming everybody is healthy, he's not in the start lineup. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Yas, he's a he's a bottom pairing defenseman, consistently, okay. regardless of whether you have healthy people or not, he's a bottom pairing defenseman. Like mm-hmm. he'll, he'll constantly be in the, that that line, that lineup. And that's where Minnesota will win the the battle there. Mm. All right, moving on. March sixteenth. I have two of March sixteenth actually. Two of the many. The Rangers acquire forward Frank Vatrino from the Florida Panthers in exchange for the later section of either the Rangers' own fourth-round pick in 2022 or the Winnipeg Jets' own fourth-round pick in 22, uh, previously acquired from the Rangers. That's so cool. so either, either way, they're going to get a fourth-round pick in 22, just depending on where they, they line up. Yeah. And then... That's that's I think the Rangers win that one. If you're getting yeah. a player for just just a solid draft pick, I think you're the clear winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next one is uh, the Panthers acquire defenseman Ben Chariot from the Canadiens in exchange for forward prospect Tyus Simonenko, a first round pick in 2023, a and a fourth round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. Which again, the Habs won that one. No, the Panthers won that one. Chariot, obviously another. I like Chariot, but if you get two draft picks out of that, plus a player... I mean, one of them being a first round. I mean, I can see where Bobo's coming. I still, yeah. I still think Florida wins, but I can see where Bobo's coming from there. Well, you get I mean, a first, first round, a fourth round, and you get a young player who's going to develop with a team like Montreal. If, if you're getting Florida's first round pick, I mean, you're you're going to be getting a bottom 10, bottom 12 pick. I mean, first round pick is the first round pick regardless. Yeah. Whether it's the 20th pick or it's the second pick. Yeah. A first round pick is a first round pick. Yeah. I, I see where Bobo's coming from, but I I would still say that Florida won that one. At, at this point in time, with the info that we have, I gotta say Mont- uh, Florida won. But like, I'll give it time to kind of develop into and to yeah. grow into the big that might be. Yeah, so. but we're jumping over to the final one that was made on the sixteenth. Yeah, last one made for March sixteenth. Um, Calgary Flames acquire forward Kale Jarn Crook from the Seattle Kraken in exchange for a second round pick in the twenty twenty two NHL draft. A third round pick in the twenty three draft, and a seventh round pick in the twenty four NHL draft. Uh, I'm gonna go freaking that one. I think I'm gonna say Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I think they gave up too many, too many yeah. picks, too much for yep. just for Cal Yarncrook. And then heading up, nothing against Cal Yarncrook. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not at all. But giving away three trades for one player, it's not like you have another player. Like the last trade, Colin said, it's not like you have. Two trades and one player, and you know, again, developing with a, t- a great team like the the Habs, it's like okay, you're you know, it's one of those you're gonna go far, kid type of things. Anyways, off to March 18th, Tampa Bay, the Lightning acquire forward Brandon Hagel, fourth uh, fourth round pick in the 22 draft, and a fourth round pick in the 24 draft from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for forwards Boris Katchoke. 
and Taylor Radish and two conditional first round picks. I'm excited to see Radish in Chicago. Yeah. And yeah. Even, even his first night in Chicago, like he, he scored, got, he got two points, didn't he? Yeah, he got an assist. And his a first, assist. Yeah, his first point as Blackhawk came to a, an assist against uh, with Johnny Tay's goal. Yeah. And his, his first goal in Blackhawks, none other than his former Erie teammates, Donald Strom. assisted, yeah. So I'm excited. So I'm excited to see yeah, the, so the bracket and Strom to get with yeah. Radish again. Now my question to you guys: But Tampa got a got a good. Tampa got I, okay. Well, here's my question to you guys: But they got a good. Um, um, see, it's well, I think it's going to be one of those. Like I think it's going to wait, depend on wait until the end of the season, maybe even another year or so until mm. we, we see if there was a true winner in in this. Trade. Oh yeah. Well, once well, once the dust kind of settles, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And my question to you guys is going to be with Strom, Dabrinkit, and Radish all having that chemistry developed in the past. Do you see Chicago putting all three on the same, like, second line, all three of them together? Well, here's, here's, the thing. Here's, here's the one concern that I have with that. As of right now, yes, Dabrinkit and Strom are on the same line. So, I mean, ideally, you, you want to put it there. I thought on the first line with He's second. Well, he, he's still on the line with Strom and... To bring uh, with Strom, but the other winger is Patrick King, which you know they all have uh, a good chemistry going. They all have something going, which you know that's primarily the offense. And set aside Johnny Taze. Yeah. So, who's, who's on the first line on the other side of Taze then? No, that that's the first line is Durbin, Cat, Stromer, and Kane. Jay, uh, Taze is on that second. Oh, Stromer is on the first line center. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah, why so, I'm saying. Do you think they're gonna take? Taze and put him down with Kane and put Radish up and on the first line. I, assuming they want to, they eventually want to spit up, you know, Dylan Strome and uh, Alex Brinkett with do Patrick their own Kane. lines. Yeah, start. Yeah, have, have a second youthful line behind the experienced line of Johnny Taze and Patty, Patty Kane. Kane and whoever else they want to put in the, the winger. You could even throw like Radish in the winger there to get a good developing, a good developing right winger. And but you, have, you also want to have, within a weak offensive team like Chicago is, you kind of want some chemistry there, some, oh, some yeah. good forward power. So, therefore, like you, within that, that same argument, you want to kind of keep uh, Radish, German Cat, and Strober on that same line. So. Okay. All right, moving on, Jeff. You right, up moving up to March 19th, the Minnesota Wild acquire for Nicholas Delarosas. De, De, De from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for the third round pick in the 2023 NHL draft. Again, like Kyle said, like, when yeah. you change your player for a, a pick, the pick the, wins. The, the player wins. Yeah. So Minnesota wins. And then, don't blame I'm me gonna, for butchering that name because I don't think I can pronounce okay, it. Okay, I'm going to be honest. For I try the best. For a lot of those, <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think I could get it. For a lot of those, I'm going to go with the pick wins, not the player. You know, yes, the player is a great addition. But like, if you can get a third round pick out of a you know small town player like that, and you know, and if he's going to one of these big teams, you could like you know put him next to Ryan. If he's a winger, put him next to Ryan Getzlaff. If he's a defenseman, oh my, who's the yeah, Getzlaff isn't even playing by the time that player would. He's develop. still he's someone to look up to. You know, if th- in three years from now if Getzlaff's still in the league, there you go. You have your. You know, you have your... Your mentor. You have your mentor and you have your two young kids. Kind of like fucking childhood. And then the other March 19th um, trade, Boston Bruins acquired defenseman Hempis Lindholm from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for defenseman John Moore and Earl Vakahan. 
Vekka Hannon. You had the two worst names so yeah. far. Back to back. Yurho Vekka Hannon. And then, and then three. Vekka Hannon. And then three NHL draft picks. Three? Wow. But, and they didn't say which ones. That is a um, lot. I mean, Lampus Lindholm, he's definitely, that is a lot for Lampus Lindholm. I'm gonna I mean, he's Ducks a good with, defenseman. Well, yeah, yeah, Ducks. I'm going to give Ducks. Yeah, Ducks for although, that. <laughs> although he has, you know, all, uh, fuck. Yeah. All the fuck, right. yes. Totally. Right, Bobo. Yeah. That's another, that's a tough one to say if the if Boston won that trade. I mean, yeah, Lampus Lindholm is a fenomenal hockey yeah. player. Yeah. Unless, well, unless like, Boston gets lot. like... I, Unless Boston, awesome. well, my thought is if Boston gets top ten with those three drafts, they get like a first, a fifth, and an eighth. Boston wins, no doubt in my mind. Yeah. But yet again, if they get like tenth, twelfth, and a seventh, then Anaheim wins. <laughs> well, st- whatever, tenth, twelfth, and a or a seventh, tenth, and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, Ducks win. Yeah, that one's tough because it didn't say exactly what when these draft picks can be used. The, yeah. Um, um, oh, that yeah. one, I think that one's gonna be a later date to see who wins. So it, here, here's the thing: uh, it's a twenty uh, first round pick in twenty twenty two, a second round in twenty twenty three, and a second round in twenty twenty four. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go Damn. ducks. I'm gonna go ducks with those three picks. I think the ducks with those three picks. I gotta, I gotta agree with Bobo on this one. <laughs> With the first and two seconds, I, I, again, a, a good left uh, left side defenseman as Lindholm is, the yeah. Ducks have to win this. Yeah, as long as they're smart about this. That's what I'm. That's where my first thought was going. Yeah. All right, Colin. Right, one, one of the one of the biggest ones that we had. That was this yeah. week. Colin's gonna love reading this because he loves well, this it's player. My turn. It's so. Kyle's turn. Well, Kyle <laughs> loves this player as much as Colin does. Florida Panthers acquire forwards Claude Giroux. Fuck you, Giroux. Okay, we're good. Connor. <laughs> Bunneman and German Rubestov. That's a hell of a first name. German. German Rubestov. And a fifth round pick in the 2024 NHL draft from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for forward Owen Tippett, a first round pick in the 24 draft or 25 draft, and a third round pick in the 2023 NHL draft. Panthers all the way. As much as I fucking hate Drew, yeah, he, bring, he brings the experience in the Panthers. I won that. I do got to get. He's a good bomb. Definitely in an immediate. immediate yeah. Second line center. I think Easy. one thing Third. was kind of with the lineup they heard. Yeah. I think one thing was was kind of nice though. I will admit for the Flyers was they because they knew he was going to be probably going out the door. Yeah, they at least let him got, do his one thousand game yeah. with them. Well, they got him for something. And so. the yeah. Floridas are or the Panthers are already a great team. So with Claude Giroux on that lineup, they're going to be unstoppable the next few seasons. Yeah, I mean as of right now. Florida's number one in the Atlantic, and they are currently number two in the entire league. That's what I'm saying. The Flyers are currently, what, seventh in the Metro? Yeah, seventh in the division, whereas they are 27th. Oh, I've guessed. So, go from 27th to number two in the league. Now, with Claude Giroux having that experience as he does, he can kind of put that weight off his back. He's done carrying Philadelphia. That'd be like trading Sidney Crosby to Montreal. Yeah. (laughs) You know his, his childhood, his childhood team. Yeah, uh, and then another trade coming out of Florida the day after that big <laughs> oh, Drew trade. Oh, hold on, imagine having zero hearts, zero, uh, uh, missing the playoffs three of the last six years. You know, not making it past the first round. You know, four of the five, uh, one of those two times. 
and yet still claim you have the best capture blade. <laughs> Sorry, Claude, but you fucking suck. Yeah, and another one coming out of Florida the day later on March 20th. Florida Panthers acquired defenseman Robert Hag from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for a sixth-round pick in 2022. I think Florida wins another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. A sixth-rounder for Robert Hag, that's a steal. Yeah. As I refine my spot, there it is. March 20th, uh, Senators. Uh, yeah, the Otterer Senators. Uh, uh, Otterer. Yeah, acquired defenseman <laughs> Travis Hamannick for the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for a third-round pick in 2022. Ottawa claims this. Ottawa. Yeah. 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 Or as Colin says, Otterer. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to say Otterer. <laughs> and then, uh, again, on March 20th, the LA Kings acquired defenseman Troy Stetcher from Detroit Red Wings in exchange for a seventh-round pick in 2022. Again, LA wins this. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, staying in March 20th, Vancouver Canucks acquired defenseman Travis Dermott from the Toronto Maple Leafs in exchange for a third-round pick in the 22 draft. That's a tough one. As mm. as great as Travis McDermott or Tra- yeah McDermott, oops. <laughs> as great as Travis Dermott is, I'm gonna say the Leafs won that with a third rounder. Because Leafs need the help. Well, also Vancouver needs help, too. But Travis Dermott is one of those he, defensive he's players. Not, he's not very good. No? No. As far as good as he, like, as good as we might think he is, because oh. he's a former otter, yeah. he's not good. No. He is not good. Okay. Oof. He's a good, great He was great with otters. He was great with Erie, and I'm like, oh, maybe he's doing the same in the OA or the NHL. And I was like, but, shit. But, you know, gritty versus not. Like, yeah. 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 Very true. Um. Toronto acquired or Toronto Maple Leafs acquired defenseman Mark uh, Giordano and forward Colin Blackwell from the Seattle Kraken in exchange for a second round pick in twenty two draft, second round pick in twenty three draft, and a third rounder in twenty four draft. Toronto wins. Yeah. Toronto. I mean, I, as, as, much, as old as Giordano is, he's, you're still adding on a, a solid defensive six forward in Colin Blackwell. I got to disagree. You're gonna be the odd one out. Yeah. You know what? Because here's the thing. As good as Giordano is, as good as, ba- good as Backwell is... They're not going to get out of the first round anyway. Exa- exactly. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't matter who the fuck you have on your team. Um, okay. Matt Matthews, Martyr, you know, fucking Nightmare. The... Giordano, you're not going to get out of the fucking first round. I'm going uh, well, to okay. channel my inner Steve Daniel here. Get past the fucking first round. Right. We're crying out loud. Holy <laughs> All right, before Get out of the first round! Before then prove me wrong! I will suck my own dick as soon as you prove me wrong! But right now, I, I'm feeling That's confident. That's a video and a half. I, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling good. Prove me wrong, Toronto! Get out of the first round! Oh my god! Okay, Holy fucking shit, dude! Drink a beer and cool down! Shit! Fuck you, Bobo! Oh my god! Okay. Here's what I'm thinking before Colin ear rapes the rest of you guys. <laughs> the rest of <laughs> if there's any left <laughs> yeah I'm gonna agree with him only because for the pick side of it you have two seconds and a third round pick going to Toronto yes Toronto is one of those teams where they can't make you know they can't escape it but Toronto is another one of those original six where they at least have the skill to prepare these young three players coming into the league Toronto is one of those teams where if I were an NHL and I went to Tor- Toronto, yeah, I might have mixed feelings. But once I started to skate there with all the other big names from Toronto, I'm like, this might be kind of fun. Yeah. 
Uh, until they, they, the they need they need some help in the on the defensive end. That's why yeah. that's why I'm saying Toronto wins this. Yeah, I agree that, with that's, Kyle. That has been their main struggle this entire season. Has been defensively, mm-hmm. and that, yeah. that is a huge goal-tend- huge like, hole that they're you know, filling. Goaltending and offensive are great. You know, Peter. No, Mrazek's not with Toronto anymore. No, he is. Yeah, he's okay. Still, well, he, he just placed on waivers yeah. today, but so with Mrazek being, you know, Mrazek's. Probably one of my favorite goaltenders, and he does phenomenal in the net. He also has got uh, Jack Campbell's currently the, and Jack the Campbell, starter. And Jack Campbell is a starter. Two great goaltenders, a couple great wingers on offense, you know, a couple great lines on offense, but Kyle's right. You know, defense wins games. You can't win games with a shitty defense. No, they, they don't have a whole lot, so that's that's why I'm saying, like, they're, 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 he's getting that huge veteran defenseman to teach those guys that have been struggling. Thank you. Took the words right out of my mouth. I just think how, what's how, funny with Seattle is that they gave him the C and then bye bye. Yeah. Tra- <laughs> well, I'm like, why? How, how do you shut, you know, $24 million down in offense by putting him against a, a $8 million goaltender in Carey Price? Yeah. True. Because, <laughs> you know, they... Yeah. They, it was 3-1. 3 to 1. Three <laughs> to one. <laughs> Makes me wonder. Sorry, sorry Steve Vangel. Okay, it makes me wonder if lost. goaltenders like throw the game because they know they get paid less than their other components. They're like, oh yeah, he components? makes components. You mean or yeah, opponents. other team, other teammates and whatever. They're like, oh yeah, this dude makes four million dollars more than I do. <laughs> he shoots and scores. Your right. goes well. Let's, you say, let's, let's get this moving yeah. on here. We still got a lot to go through. Um, so. Okay. And then, I believe it's Bubbles' turn. Uh, he actually yeah, just did his I, last. I did my two. Yeah. Oh, yours was March Day now? Yeah. Yep. Okay, my fault. My fault. Um, so it's Jeffy with Nashville. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I just did that. Acquire Nick. He didn't do that one. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong one. I'm sorry. I was looking at that one above it. Acquire Nick Paul from the Ottawa Senators for for Matthew Matthew Joseph in a fourth round pick in the 2024 NHL draft. You know, I'm going to go with. I think Ottawa, Ottawa won this one. Yeah. yeah. They got that they got that solid forward in Matthew Joseph who's already had the playoff and Stanley Cup experience. Mm-hmm. And they have the the pick they can pick up a young gun. Yeah. And you know, Ottawa's another one of those teams. I mean, yeah, where... yeah, that won't be coming for another two, three years. Who knows what how who knows how Ottawa's gonna be in two, three years. Yeah. yeah they could exactly. be back in the playoffs in yeah. twenty twenty by twenty twenty four, you know. Yeah. And then the Nashville Predators acquired defenseman Jeremy Lazon. From the Seattle Kraken in exchange for a second round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. Imagine be, all these guys that got selected by Seattle at the beginning of the season, all of a sudden they're Tra- being yeah. shipped right back out. Yeah. Brianna Check gets selected by. Uh, out, of, out of the original top 12 forwards, I think they well, there's only like five currently left because you got. Tana. Yeah, Tana's on, I, on IR and they've traded away like four, now four or five of them already. Like, they don't yeah. have anybody left. Well, that that's what happens when you draft a B a B grade team, and they're like, "Oh shit, this isn't good." Enough. And here's the reason I said that: on March twentieth, Maple Leafs, yeah, Winnipeg Jets acquire forward Mason Appleton from the Seattle Kraken in exchange for a fourth round pick in the twenty twenty three NHL draft, which I believe mm. is the player that they selected from Winnipeg in the expansion draft. I'm gonna say He's going Winnipeg right back on, to his old team. Yeah, I'm gonna say Winnipeg <laughs> on this one because yeah, he already has that yeah. chemistry well, with well, them. Yeah, Winnipeg's struggling. Yeah, based on that, yeah, he's. To Kemi, he's already he already knows the system. He already knows the team. He can jump. Doesn't really not gonna really need many days to practice and get back into it. 
he can literally jump right, right back into it and have the chemistry that he had. Give him a couple, when he a left. couple of days to be back up, and then, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I moved on to the system. Uh, Dallas Stars acquired goaltender Scott Wedgwood from the Arizona Coyotes wow. in an exchange for a conditional fourth-round pick in the 2023 NHL draft. I think Wedgwood's going to do good in Dallas. <clears throat> yeah, he's, yeah. I think I think they win it. He's, he's show, for as good as he has shown himself in a very – very, I can't even say mediocre – very terrible Arizona team – I'm glad yeah. to see what he can do with a player that yeah. actually a team that yeah. actually has potential exactly. to be. Yeah, I went for I went for it in thir- uh, 23 starts with Arizona. Um, he's 10, 12, and two with a 3.16 goals against average and 9.11 uh, well, 0.911 save percentage. Well, and the other thing you have to look at is with ha- him having Holtby as a starter. You know, if you have Wedgwood and Holtby, that's kind of a dangerous combo. Yeah, give Wedgwood some time too. That's what I'm saying. All right. Next up, uh, March twenty first. The co- uh, first of the couple of ones. Uh, March. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins acquired defenseman Nathan Boulier from the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for a conditional seventh round pick in twenty twenty two. Isn't it funny? Him and uh, Brian Boyle go from line brawl mates to teammates because <laughs> him and Brian Boyle got into a fight earlier this season when yeah. Winnipeg visited Pittsburgh. <laughs> The other one is, again, with Arizona Coyotes, acquired for Jack McBain from the, uh, from the Wild in exchange for a second-round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. See, that, that um, one's... Yeah. One, that's one of the ones that's too early to tell. I don't yeah. think we can really say there's a true winner. In I'm going to go... I'm going to take a 50-50 shout, and I'm just going to go... Shout. Or shot. Yeah, shout. whatever. Shout. And I'm going to go Arizona. Because, <laughs> you know... Jake McBain is one of those kids where, yeah, he's young, but give him a few years, like we were saying about the other per- the other trade. Give him a few years, and he should flare up. Uh, sticking with March 21st, Washington Capitals acquire forward, forward Marcus Johansson from Seattle Kraken for forward Daniel Sprong, a fourth-round pick in the 2022 draft, and a sixth-round pick in the 23 draft. So pretty much he's going for forward capital for a current pack capital. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And a couple draft picks. Yeah. And then another Arizona. Arizona Coyotes acquired forward Brian Little and the rights to forward Nathan Smith from the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for a fourth round pick in twenty twenty two. So they, what what does they, that mean that he has the rights? That mean they claim him when he comes out of the, like the minors? They take like his con like yeah. their they take okay. what what's left of his contract. Did, didn't Brian Little originally pay for that franchise, that Coyotes franchise? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And no. then and then went over to Atlanta before they moved up to Winnipeg, right? Yeah, I think. You're I believe right. so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, he. I'm sorry. He spent his whole whole career with the Atlanta Winnipeg franchise because he, he first started playing he, like his first season. He played 48 games with Atlanta in uh, 2007-2008. So I'm wrong. Okay. You, you sound, it sounded right, but I guess... It's yeah. Not, yeah. I, I thought not. At, at first, when it came to mind, I was like, he played for Arizona originally, didn't he? But I think you're thinking see, of... um. Well, someone, we just mentioned him like a week, week and a half, two weeks ago. Ladd. I think you're thinking of Andrew Ladd. Andrew Ladd. Probably right. <clears throat> and then... The Los Angeles Kings acquired defenseman Frederick Allard... From the Nashville Predators in exchange for for Braden um, Burke, a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, not 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 true winner in that one. Yeah, but two that kind of kind of link up here back to back. 
As soon as this first one happened, I knew the second one was coming. Yeah, San Jose Sharks acquire goaltender Capo Kakinen and a fifth-round 2022 draft pick from the Minnesota Wild in exchange for defenseman Jacob Middleton. Potential earache warning for the next one. I'm sorry. <laughs> so now I think Minnesota won this trade based on this next trade, yep. which Minnesota yep. Qu- Wild acquired goaltender Mark Andre Fleury. Oh, no shit, they won this fucking trade! They, they got a perfect goaltender yeah. in exchange for nobody! Like, Kapokakin and I wouldn't necessarily say he's a nobody, but, I mean, he, he's, so, he's proven himself this season. Yeah. He, he has, don't get me wrong, but, like, go back to, what, I think, what episode what, one the, th- the only thing that sucks for me is we know that Mark Andre Fleury is probably going to be the backup. Cam Talbot has proven that he's worthy of that starting position. Uh, until Flurry comes in and proves him wrong, which yeah. you know there's yeah. going to be some competition well, there, which would be good competition for the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, like, well, hey, we have two. Like, yeah. it's always still show that they at least appreciate. They at least got a first round pick out of it. Let yeah. alone when Vegas at trade over Minnesota, Chicago, they traded uh, what a, a nobody. Uh, okay, go back to episode. Go back to episode one or two when I go off about this. <laughs> but like, it's not as I mean, when bad. Don't, when don't you go off? Yeah, let's be honest. True. This is like the first week since like episode one or two. Well, okay. and I'm, well, I'm gonna be honest. Before we move on, having t- uh, Tal, yeah, Talbot, yeah, Talbot or yeah. Talbot, t- however, Cam Talbot. Talbot, however you Repeat say. Repeat after me, Talbot. Talbot. However you say. Good job, Bobo. So for having Talbot and Flurry, that's a dangerous combo. That's, yeah. yeah. That's I, a very good. I'm gonna oh, hold on. Very good I, 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 I need to counterpart that. It's an old but a very good duo. Yes. I, I need to counterpart that. Go back to the last time Flurry was in Vegas. Before he got traded to Chicago. 2017? 2016? You know, it was his past offseason. When wow. he had Flurry and Lander. Now, Flurry was obviously the number one starter after Lander get hurt, got hurt. Yeah. But once he put Lander in, he did shit. Yeah. So, like, what happens when he go into this same scenario? It, may, it makes I'm, me wonder. The thing I'm so glad, though, like, with well, Flurry is that yeah. he's not going to be. He's not on a struggle in Chicago Blackhawks. It makes you wonder if Flurry. He's not a good team, but he can say the yeah. same thing about Vegas. He wasn't a good team. They just, but like <laughs> once they took him I'm out, glad, I'm glad to see him back on a true contender. Mm-hmm. Yes, a, a cup, thank you. I wouldn't say a cup contender, but a playoff. Yeah, contender. for sure. 100%. I can honestly, with having them two goaltenders alone, if nobody gets traded or the team doesn't adjust in the next two or three years, I can see Minnesota winning a cup in 25. It is assuming Flurry keeps playing. Flurry's thirty nine years old. You well, can't forget that. Thirty eight, thirty nine. He's, he's old. really, really old. He's or aging compared to you. Maybe okay. How about this then? No one. I'm gonna fucking do a hot take. They're gonna win the cup next year. Minnesota, you think? Minnesota. Oh, that's really hot. That is a hot take. I'm gonna say it next year because you have two amazing goaltenders, and once they both win the cup, they're both gonna retire. That is, it is also yeah. assuming that they both come back next season. Still, because Flurry. Oh, they won it this season. Us that's that's also, very. That's oh a very. That's a boiling take right there. I want to punch you right now. <laughs> I really want to punch Take you right now. All right, so we'll change it to this year. Minnesota wins the cup. Minnesota, Washington go all the way. Oh, fucking hold me back. I want to punch him right Minnesota now. Minnesota beats Washington in six games. I still want to fucking punch you. You also have to remember, Flurry is on his last. Um, Not the face of the nuts. Not the face of the nuts. Sit your ass down. Oh fuck! That was my spine. Um, I remember fucking punching right <laughs> You slapped me like a fucking you pussy. Have to, also, Flurry is also on his last um, yeah, last of his, thir- his, his three-year yeah, contract. So so he can ex- um, no, have an extension. Got... Or he... 
But no, no, so he could, you know, come back to Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> when the furniture... <laughs> even afford it. <laughs> right. All right, moving on. Again, another thing from today. On March 21st, the Nashville Predators acquire defenseman Alex B- Biga. Biga, right? By, Biga, yeah. I think so. B- for the Toronto Maple Leafs in exchange for future considerations. That's another one. I think if, if future considerations are involved, I think the other team won. Yeah. yeah. We have no idea what those considerations are at the moment. So seventh trial, first trial, Oh, going back to Flurry, I just remembered. I saw it today. Um, fl- there was a second round draft pick on that trade with Flurry. Was there? It can all turn into a number one draft pick, or first round if they make it to the conference finals. If the Wild make it to the conference finals, yes. Okay. That's if they make it. Yeah. Then if not, it'll if stay as a second. If we're on last year's terms, playoff terms, then yes, I can see it. But like this year's terms, no. Yeah. And my my next one is uh, New York Rangers acquired defenseman Justin Braun from the Flyers in exchange for a third round pick in 2023. Which the Rangers will win, hands down, hands down. no debates, regardless. <laughs> well, as much as you the, might the, say, o- the only and, debate I'd have is the age. Well, how well, would... Okay, I, I, I get that like, Justin Brown might be a little bit older, but like he provides experience to a very youthful, very young Blue Coats core. Yeah, well, and Wait, Brown... wait there, there's not much. I mean, if you have an up-and-coming star as an Alex Lafreniere, and like, your you oldest you person get, is... You get some veteran protection in front of the young and upcoming goaltender. What, which we, uh, with the oldest person being your goaltender, like... You have some nerves. You have some like, oh shit! Like we we gotta focus on this. Like he has the nuts to go after the puck. Yeah, to get to stand in front of the puck. Yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta well, get some confidence. You know, not only in yourself but in your teammates. Be like, okay, if if this you know fucking dinosaur person as in thirty seven year old Justin Braun thirty five yeah. if yeah. this thirty five year old Justin Braun can stand in the front of the puck. I will too, and I will. I will follow the leadership in in a fucking again a fucking dinosaur. And yeah. Ju- and well, Justin my question is, what line would you put him? Would you put him in like the first line where he? I'd say is probably on, second. I was gonna say second or even third, so he can watch the young guys, see how they play, and then judge them on how they play. Middle six, second or third, yeah. Dep- depending on who's in the lineup and who you play that yeah. day. Yeah. All right. So well, next trade involving Boston and conti- Ottawa. Continuing with today, I think the rest of these conti- are with today or today. Today's, yeah. Boston Bruins acquired defenseman Josh Brown in a conditional seventh round pick in the twenty two draft from the Ottawa Senators, in exchange for forward Zachary Sinchin, and a fifth round pick in the twenty two draft. I don't know who would win that one. I think Boston. Josh Brown. Mm-hmm. Very solid. Yeah, this one I forward. this next one I saw today, and I'm sure Ethan's pissed. <laughs> St. Louis Blues acquired defenseman Nick Letty and Luke Watoski from the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for Luke Wallman, forward Oscar Sundquist, and a second round pick in the 23 draft. I think Detroit wins this because of Oscar Sundquist. I think the only reason you're saying that is because he's a former Penguin. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason you're saying that. No, blue Nick Letty. Yeah, yeah. You're get, if you're getting Nick Letty, you're, you I think you're winning this. Trade. Yeah, yeah. He's very solid, very you know, vet, veteranized, very. I can't think of the word for this word. Very 
experienced Experience, yeah. defenseman. On a, well, and it's definitely a, good a, a to battling see. Battling for the playoffs, St. Louis Blues well, team. Yeah, and it's definitely good to see Detroit finally get some more big names in there. You know, not that they don't have a lot of big names already, but with the, you know, some with experience. Yeah. Yep. And then the Colorado Avalanche acquire for Artui Lankinen from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for defenseman Justin Byron in a, in a second round pick in the 2024 NHL draft. Excuse me, I, I think Colorado wins this yeah. one. Yeah. Another. Yep. They're young, young enough to coming forward that you can you know put them on the fourth, third or fourth line. Get get some solid forward depth there. Mm-hmm. Dr. Lankinen. Agreed. And then. New Jer- the New Jersey Devils acquire goaltender Andrew ha- ha- Hammond from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for Nate Shinar. Sh- yeah, like Shinar, yeah. Nate yeah. Hamburglar, I think. Devils win the street. No question. Yeah. He's a Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. All right. Coming out also today, obviously, so like I said, the rest of them are from all, all this afternoon. Washington Capitals acquire forward Johan Larson from the Arizona Coyotes in exchange for a third-round pick in the 2023 draft. Washington every day of the week. Yeah, Washington. Washington. And then the New York Rangers acquire forward Nick Merkley from the San Jose Sharks in exchange for defenseman Anthony Botello. Botello. Mm. I'm saying the Rangers because mm-hmm. I, I'm only too I'm only super familiar with Nick Merkley. I'm not too familiar with Anthony Botello. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Kyle. All right, call it on to your lightning. So pretty much my, my two picks, my two trades are pretty straightforward. It's either your... One team, uh, you're for one team, or you're fucking stupid. <laughs> so, the Tampa Bay Lightning acquired for Ryan Nash for Arizona Coyotes uh, future considerations. So, I have one weird question. Tampa. What does future considerations mean? Does that mean they can take a player or a pick? Pick. Okay. Yeah, they can pretty much choose a p- to trade up for a pick in, in, a, future, in a future draft. Okay. Because I always thought it was like a player or a pick. Like, say three girls go down the line. And they're like, like, say, oh. hey, for example, Arizona gets, or Tampa Bay gets the 29th pick in this year's draft. The Coyotes like, okay, we want that. Yeah. And, okay. But, you know, that, that can be our exchange for okay. why we gave you Nash. Gotcha. All right. And then uh, Colorado Avalanche acquire Ford Andrew Cogliano from the San Jose Sharks in exchange for a fifth round pick in 2024. That's another one that's yeah. gotten around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's 34 as of right now. Yeah. Born June the 14th, 1987. Yeah. But either way, Colorado. Yeah. Yep. If not, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and right. I will slap you for it. Uh, New York Rangers acquire forward Andrew Kopp in a sixth round pick in the 23 NHL draft from the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for forward Morgan Barron and two conditional second-round picks in the 22 or 23 draft and a fifth-round pick in 23. Uh, yeah, Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. And Andrew Kopp is, I mean, there's a lot that they gave up, but Andrew Kopp is very solid. Yeah. I think that's a win for the Rangers. Yep, so do I. Uh, L.A. Kings acquired defenseman Nelson Nogier. Uh, from the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for, for defenseman Marcus Phillips. I don't know who any of them are. Yeah. I'm going to go LA. <laughs> I don't, I'm who? not familiar with either name. I'm going to so go who? LA. I'm going to just say LA. Neither, because I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah. Jeffy, you get, the, you get the one I wanted to say. Um, The Edmonton Oilers acquired defenseman Brett Kulak 
from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for defenseman William Legison and a conditional second round pick in the 2022 NHL draft and a seventh round pick in the 2024 NHL draft. Edmonton, every day of the week. Who? Yeah, exactly. And this I'm, is I'm the one I. Montreal. Montreal. Well, honestly. I'm not. That, 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 condition, that conditional second is a big, big factor in that trade. Yep. You're this getting a player in two picks, a potentially a second rounder. I, I think, I think Edmonton got away, or I'm sorry, Montreal got away with that one. Yeah. And the Pittsburgh Penguins acquire for Ricard Raquel from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for for Zach Aston Reese and Dominic Simone and the rights to goaltender Kyle Klang for the in a second round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. Who? And I, I, I say, don't even know who the goaltender is. Neither do I think, I think he plays. I think he's currently like Wilkes Barre's backup or something. So third string, right? Fourth, <laughs> or something like that. Fifth? Something like that. Quite honestly, he's way down there. Quite honestly, I gotta say, thank God we're getting rid of Dominic Simone. Yeah. Goodbye. Good I'm, riddance. I I wish we we would have kept Czar, but like I had a feeling because we somebody posted say, something to our, our a group chat that I'm in on Facebook, or not a group chat, but a, a big group that I, I'm in that on we're Facebook. We're all part of. And um, they asked who they asked. All the, for all the Penguins fans, who do you think is being sent out? I said either Casper Kapanen or Zach Aston Reese is going to be gone by the end of the day, and ended up being right on Zach Aston Reese. And if I'm not mistaken, I think at the beginning of the season I had mentioned Raquel being traded yeah. at some point. Yeah, in the season. He, I don't I don't know if I mentioned him coming to Pittsburgh. You said I think I said traded. I think I said I had liked the idea of him coming to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but I never you know thought that it would be th- those players. You, involved. you never poked a bear on that. Yeah, really I wasn't good. expecting some, uh, Simone to leave Pittsburgh. Quite honest, I'm I was. He was the one I really wanted to leave. Really? This, and this, I don't. Obviously, uh, obviously, I think we all said, except for you, we all said Dominic Simone. You know, as our yeah, from an outsider standpoint, you might be like, oh, the Penguins gave up way too much. No, no, no. Dominic Simone is a 13th, 14th forward at best. Um, you know, not even worth the million dollars that we're giving him. Nope. No. Zach Eston Reese. Okay, yeah, that's a very sol- very solid. Still not as he's not as good as say Raquel is. And then the. The goaltender, six string goal, excuse me, six string goaltender, and then the second the second round pick is, I wish that could have been a little bit further, maybe like a third or a fourth, but I I think we won this trade. Yes, mm. I'm v- very psyched to uh to see that, and we potentially might get to see his first game in the Penguins uniform, assuming he doesn't dress up tomorrow against um Carol Carolina. Yeah, um yeah, me me and Connor are going to the game against Buffalo in Buffalo on Wednesday, so. Yeah, well, hopefully, assume, hopefully we get to see Raquel's first game with the Penguins. Uh, I assume he doesn't dress up against Columbus. I mean, Columbus tomorrow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky bastards. Uh, Mark, Winnipeg Jets Second acquire forward up. Zach Sanford from the Ottawa Senators in exchange for a fifth-round pick in the 2022 draft. I think the Jets win this. Zach Sanford, yeah. very solid forward. Yeah, yeah. I like Zach Sanford. Did, did, has, has, a, has Stanley Cup playoff experience when he won it in 2019 with St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's definitely going to bring bring some more. Veterinary, veteran, veteran experience to that Winnipeg forward. Cool. Sound like me, and you haven't even had a drink yet. The Edmonton Oilers acquire forward Derek Broussard from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for a fourth round pick in the 2023 draft. Another player that's really getting around. Oilers, yeah, I think the Oilers still win that one. I mean, Broussard, as much experience he's had on both every, pretty much every division at this point, he knows good majority of his opponents very well. So he's he knows everybody. Yeah. <laughs> opponents then turn into teammates. <laughs> then turn into more opponents. Then turn into ex teammates, and then ex opponents, and that are now teammates. Yeah. 
so much fucking confusion, man. Anyway, uh, the Dallas Stars have acquired Ford Thaz, uh, Thaz, yeah, New Mexico for, <laughs> shut up, for a fourth round pick in 2024 from Detroit. Uh, stars. I just want to say the stars because I want to see Colin try to pronounce that name again. Blast <laughs> <Last laughs> try. <laughs> and yeah. then the, uh, the Blue Coats have acquired forward Tyler Mott from the Vancouver Conducts in exchange for a fourth round pick in 2023. Rangers. Rangers win that Rangers. Rangers. Um, the uh, Calgary Flames. Calgary! Acquire Ryan Carpenter from the Blackhawks in exchange for a fifth round pick in 24. I'm going Flames all the way because Carpenter's a great defenseman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean forward, right? Forward, yeah. Oops. Oh, I think it was a defenseman. Oops. Uh, did, 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 oops. It like says acquire center. Yeah, oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm both. Uh, <laughs> Ottawa Senators acquired goaltender Michael and McNevin. Goaltender? From the Calgary. Calgary, yeah. Calgary Flames in exchange for future okay. considerations, which I don't know anything about Michael McNevin. <clears throat> I'm just gonna say Ottawa because they're they need a goaltender. They mm-hmm. they're very similar to uh, Vancouver. Like they're struggling to have they they're having a lot of injuries in, in net, so they they need as much help as they can possibly mm-hmm. get. So I think they win that one. Um, the Seattle Kraken acquire Ford Victor Rask from the Minnesota Wild in exchange for future considerations. Seattle, yeah. Seattle. <laughs> Seattle, yeah. And then the Carolina Hurricanes acquire forward Max Domi and defenseman prospect Tyler Imato from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for defenseman prospect Aiden Herchuk and Florida Panthers receive forward prospect Igor Kor- Korsnikov um, in sixth round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. See, so I that was a... Carolina. Yeah. I mean, Carolina. you're getting Max Domi. Yeah. That's easy. Where did where did he... Domi? He wasn't a Penguin, was he? No. Max Domi? No. No. Okay. Because I thought... there was for Columbus and... Okay, yeah, we saw him play for? Winnipeg. Columbus. Yeah, we Win- saw... Okay. No. Yeah, he, he was in the, Winnipeg? He was in the line in... Oh, yeah, tra- that's he right. He was in the line in trade last year, remember? That's Max right. Domi? Yeah, I remember that. No, he wasn't, was he? Yeah, he yeah. Was. Played for Arizona, Montreal, and Columbus. So Jeff, he's wrong. Okay. I guess so he was not in the line of trade. Line of trade was Pierre well, Dubois and um, not Appleton. Oh my God, Jack Rosovic. Yeah, was the other one okay. in that trade. Yeah, because for some reason I thought there was another. Ma- I know we just saw. Excuse me, we just saw Max Domi play in Columbus a few weeks ago, but I thought. Um, it, I thought there was a second Domi, and I'm like, maybe no. he was in black and gold, but no. I was—I don't know. All right, and finally, the final two, wrapping up your trade deadline. Tampa Bay Lightning acquire goaltender Alexi Milinicic in exchange for the San Jose Sharks in exchange for forward Antoine Morand. I'm not too familiar with either name, so no. I can't really pick I said most likely one. he'll probably be a minor league goaltender. Uh, Anaheim Ducks, and finally the final trade of this trade deadline, the Anaheim Ducks acquire forward Evgeny Dadanov and a conditional second round pick in either the 23 or 24 draft from the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for defenseman John Moore and forward Ryan Kessler. Kessler, very long tenured on the Anaheim Ducks, finally making his way out of there. Go I'm going to Vegas. I'm going Vegas. I'm going to say Vegas. Kessler, I'm, I'm going to say Vegas on that one, yeah. Honestly. 
I mean, Ryan, Ryan Kessler, who's been around for years now, it seems like at least. I believe he was. I believe he played for Vancouver back when they lost the cup in 2011. <coughs> if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been he's been around for quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to the main topic of this evening. I know Jeff, Bobo, you guys got this. Yeah. So this week we are kind of doing our own little OHL dream team. Growing up in Erie, we grew up watching the Erie Otters, and Jeffy and I were kind of brainstorming an idea after last week's episode where we've done the NHL dream team, and we're like, that'd be kind of neat to go relive our old childhood memories if there is any names we could think of. So this week, we're going to do current NHLers. So current meaning they were in the OHL, so they might have played for the Knights, the Otters, the Spitfires. Our, our, our dream team of o, former OHL players yes. is what we're doing. So, so yeah. Um, this week, we were we didn't think that the trade deadline would take this long from... Or did, didn't think it would take that long to an explain. To, yeah. We're already at about an hour in here. Um, so, we were going to do both current and all-time players. Like, retired NHL players that played in the NHL and then the current that are still yeah. currently playing. But we're going to split this into, end up splitting this into two parts, very similar to how we split up the um, guess who. So this week we're going to be battling out. We we split into teams. All right, we're doing very terrible on uh, describing this. It is currently me and Colin versus Bobo and Jeffy. We did it that way because Colin and Jeffy are both a lot more interested in the OHL. Have paid a lot more attention to the OHL the past five, six years than me and Bobo have. And, and not, so not, we put not, one veteran and one kind of getting into it versus the other veteran just now getting into it. And, and not only that, but like what, like putting the big voices together as in Kyle and I. First, the not two as big voices as in Jeffy and, and This, this kind of worked out perfectly because we just kind of did a flip of a coin in the roll of the dice where I just happened to get current and Bobo just happened to get the current. So we knew that the two newcomers and then next yeah. week you guys get to see the veterans. All right. Battle it out for the all-time. So, all Kyle, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do... I think we'll just all... do exchange lines. I'll do my first forward line, and you say your first forward line. And, and then, then you want to do stats we'll... after? Yeah, we'll want... do stats after. Okay, so what's your first line? My first line, I got Taylor Hall, Connor McDavid, and Patrick Kane. Okay. My first line, I have uh, McDavid, Kane, and Mitch Marner. Oh, oh Marner instead of Hall. Yeah. Marner in the first line. Yeah, I have okay. Marner in the first line. So... For Connor McDavid in the OHL, played three seasons with Erie. Total games is 200, which that blows my mind. I don't remember, you know what I mean? It's, for Erie, I, I got that he only played 166 games in Erie. I got, well, I did playoffs as well. I did, oh, you included I did, playoffs? I okay. included playoffs. I did not include playoffs. That's okay. So, playoffs total, he played 200 total games and had 353 total points. That's over a point a game. Yeah, I had and for Erie. I had ninety-seven goals, one hundred and eighty-eight assists, and two hundred and eighty-five points in one hundred and sixty-six regular season games. Yeah, that's crazy. Unfortunately, never was able to get a uh, a championship with us. Yeah, uh, was just what left two years shy of, yeah. of the, the championship. Yep. Uh, he was so close in twenty fifteen. And then because Kyle and I both had Patty Kane uh, in the OHL, Patty Kane played one season with London, seventy-four game pl- uh, total games played. 72 goals and 170 or yeah 176 total points which that's not too bad mm-hmm. for playing one season and he played for the London Knights that's why I said London Knights I mean yeah I said he's, the he's, OHL he's, he's he played, I said OHL he played one then season my first line right winger I had Taylor Hall who played through three seasons in Windsor 
had 123 goals, 157 assists, and 280 points in 183 regular season games. Uh, he played from the 07-08 season until the 09-10 season, won two championships in his final tiers back-to-back in the 09-010. Wow. So. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Kane in the NHL. I figured I'd throw his NHL stats in there. 15 seasons as of this year. 1,223 total games and 1,289 total points. Mitch Marner, my third, my winger, my third, or yeah, my left winger. Three seasons with London, 241 games played, 370 total points. And the NHL, he's been six seasons with Toronto, 440 games played. So he's coming up, next year he's going to hit his 500th game played. And 451 total points. So that's average, probably a point a game. And he also won the championship in his final year there, 2015-16. Yep. Yeah. Year before Erie hoisted it. All right, Kyle, who do you have for line, your second line? Line number two, we got Katie, Corey Perry, Steve Stamkos, and Tyler Sagan. Ooh. I have Stamkos, John Tavares, and Ryan O'Reilly. Okay, okay. So... For Tavares in the OHL as my center, played for Oshawa in London, combined total of five seasons, 220 games played with 468 total points, in the NHL, 12 total seasons between the Islanders and the Maple Leafs, 968 total games played, and for some reason I drew a blank on his points because I couldn't find them. Uh, 876 total uh, 384 goals, 492. Our numbers might be off because Bubble added in the playoffs. I added the playoffs. I yeah, I just wanted to know um, how many Because I know points. like your career stats, I don't think your playoff is included in your career oh, stats really? and goals. It's just kind of like your, your add-on. Okay. Oops. Um, I thought they were. <clears throat> That's okay. Uh, or like we said, I also had, yes, I also had Sagan and Stamkos and Corey Perry. Yeah. Um, so who do you have for Stammer? Because he's my, he's my left winger. Stimkos, uh, he had, he played for Sarnia from the 06-07 season until the 07-08 season, so spent two seasons there. Played 124 games, recorded 100 goals, 97 assists for 197 points. Okay. And in the NHL, he has just just this past week played his 900th career game and has 932 points split right down the middle. 466 goals, 466 assists. Wow. Which is pretty pretty Wait, crazy stat line. I didn't realize it was in the league for... This is his 13th season yeah, he's, in the he's league. He's been around for a while. Crazy. He's been around for quite a long time. Like, including playoffs, he's almost at 1,000 um, uh, Mr. Corey Perry. Uh, he played for London from the 0102 season until the 0405 season. Uh, he played 260 games for and had 380 points, 140 of them being goals, and won a championship with them in 2005. Okay. And then going to Tyler Sagan, who played for the Plymouth Whalers, now the Flint Firebirds, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he played 124 games there and had 174 points, 69 of them which were goals. Uh, he played that's the two seasons in 08-09 and 2009-2010. Uh, in the NHL, he currently has played 801 games for 669 points, 299 of them being goals. Wow. Uh, my right winger, I had Ryan O'Reilly. Two seasons with the Erie Otters. Games played 134 with only 123 points, being 35 goals and 88 assists. But he's doing a hell of a lot better now in St. Louis. Yeah. 
All right, third offensive line, Kyle. Third line is where I had John Tavares, Ryan O'Reilly, and Logan Couture. Ooh. I had Debrinket, Strom, and Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner played, really? Boone Jenner played, yeah. So, <laughs> for Debrinket and Strom, you know, we both know he was, we all know he was eerie. Debrinket, three seasons, 246 games played, just shy of 200 goals and just over 200 assists with a total of 405. Chicago, this is his fifth season in Chicago already. 357 games played, 155 goals, 137 assists, brings him to 292. Stromer played a total of four seasons with Erie. Total of 439 points with a just shot or just over 150 goals and just shy of 290 assists. Now it's a seventh season in the NHL between Arizona and Chicago. 262 games played. 63 goals, 95 assists, with a total of 158 goals. And then Boone played for Oshawa. I don't know how we missed that one when we were going through. I don't think we even so, took down Boone Jenner in ours. Well, I don't know how we missed that. Oshawa, or Boone played three seasons with Oshawa. Uh, 252 goals, 120, or 252 games played. Just shy of 125 goals and just over 150 assists. Brings him to about two hundred, just shy of two hundred eighty total points. Currently, his eighth season with Columbus, and the NHL has six hundred twenty six games played, hundred fifty two goals, hundred forty seven assists. His next point will be his three hundred. Wow. I really hope you guys didn't hear that. You might have. Um, then my final forwardy, we already went over the other two in Bobo's second line with Tavares and O'Reilly, but I got Logan Couture, who played. Four seasons with the Ottawa 67s from 05-06 to the 08-09 season. He played 232 regular season games, 287 points, 111 of them which were goals. Wow. Uh, in the NHL, he's played 825 games, scored 622 points, 293 of them which have been goals. Wow. My fourth line for my center, I had Jason Spezza, Corey Perry, and Nick Suzuki. Fuck KDPR. Really? So, Jason Spezza in the OHL. Uh, oh, what's NB? I forget. Jeff. Which one? Uh, the, um, North Bay. Uh, North, he played North Bay, Mississauga. Uh, Windsor. Windsor. And, and the Belleville Bulls. Belleville when Bulls. Now, yeah. obviously they're now the Hamilton Bulldogs, but they at the time were. Yeah. A uh, total of six seasons in the NHL, two, just, uh, 248 games played, 140 goals, 233 assists with 377 total points. NHL has played for Ottawa, Dallas, Detroit. Next season will be his 20th. Took games played, 1,325. Goals, 389. Assists, 676. Total points, 1,065. Did you say Katy Perry's stats? I did already, Okay. Yeah. And then Nick Suzuki, OHL, Owen Sound, and Guelph Storm. Five seasons total for 309 games played, 170 goals. Wow. 237 assists, that puts him at 407 total points. That's crazy. His third season with Montreal, this gets even better. 221 games played in three seasons. 
56 goals, 95 assists. That puts him at 100. Suzuki's already played 220 games? Yeah, I know. He's at 151 total points in three years. That kid's going to go far. Whew. He was good. I know. That's what we said. Nick Suzuki's already played 220 that's games. That's what I said. <laughs> what? That's what Jeffy and I. Jeffy Holy was shit. like, right. on, like when Jeffy and I were brainstorming that she goes, Bobo, you got to add Nick Suzuki, and I'm like, Nick Suzuki was in the OHL. I like, know he was in the OHL. I didn't think he'd already played that many games in the NHL. Like, oh my. All right. On a defensive. I core, didn't do my fourth on yet. Okay. My fourth line, Gabe oh, Landis sorry. Cog, Mike Hoffman, and Mitch Marner. I didn't know Mike it, Hoffman was in the It hurt to put Mitch Marner on the fourth line. Yeah. Like just, I put him on the we, second. How we did it, we basically did ours based off of chemistry and experience. Yeah. That's why we have all those big names, Corey Perry, Tyler Sagan, Ryan O'Reilly, yeah. on the first three lines. Very true. Compared to like these still younger, but still very solid guy, but we put him down on the fourth line. Uh, Gabe Landis Cog played for the Kitchener Rangers for two seasons from the 9 10 to the 10-11 season. He played 114 games, had 112 points, 60 of them being goals. Wow. In the NHL, he's played 738 games for 571 points, 248 of them being goals. Uh, Mike Hoffman also played for the Kitchener Rangers, but only played in the 2006-2007 season. He had 28 goals, 29 assists for 57 points. Uh, in the NHL, he's played 591 games. Wow. For f- he's had five... 418 points, 200 of them being goals. And then finally, Mr. Mitch Marner. Oh, no, he played for the London Knights. I believe we, we already did his stats because you yeah. you had him. So. Yep. Yes, now moving on to our first line defenseman pairing. Um, I had P.K. Subban and Dougie Hamilton. Doogie, Doogie, right? Okay. Right, Jeffy? Doogie. We, so, we, we did write down Doogie Hamilton eventually, but we did not put him into our... our you made me say it, goddammit. <laughs> but we did not put him into our, our starting six forward, our yeah. starting six defenseman. So, PK with the... Oh, Belleville Bulls. Belleville Bulls, yeah. I don't know why that throws me off. Uh, four, four seasons with the Bulls, 290 games played with a total of 241 goals. NHL. Montreal, Nashville, currently with the Devils. 12th season, 912 games played. 132 goals. Right <laughs> 394 assists. Puts about 526 total points. And then on to Doogie Hamilton, Colin's <laughs> favorite defenseman. Played for the Ice Dogs in Niagara. Three seasons, 220 games played with... Uh, only 41 goals, but 145 assists, with a, bringing him as a defenseman to 186 total points. In Boston or in the NHL, Boston, Calgary, Calgary, Carolina now paired up in New Jersey with PK. Ninth season, 703 games played, 123 goals, and 268 assists, bringing him to just shy of 400 total points my first line defensive pairing i had alex as ethan would have to say peter jello <laughs> and drew dowdy Ooh, i have uh, both alex petriangelo played for mississauga niagara and barry from the 06 07 season to the 09 2010 season i uh, played 180 games altogether for 163 points 37 of them being goals wow uh the nhl he's played 860 games so far, 506 points, 125 of them, which have been goals. Okay. Uh, Drew Daddy played for Guelph from the 0506 season to the 0708 season, for, so for three years. Uh, he had 100 and... Where's that? Four. 
That's three. I'm stupid. Okay. 190 games played. Had 157 points, 39 of them being goals. Wow. Uh, In the NHL, he's played 1,014 games, uh, 567 points, 132 of them have been goals. Wow. Second line. So, you already said Peter Jello, which he's one of them. The other one I have is John Carlson. Okay. Played for the Knights for one season, 73 games. 23 goals, 75 assists. That brings him just shy of 100 points. And then the NHL, with the Caps, his 11th season. 985 games played, 144 goals, 497 assists. Brings him to 640. Because it happens when you're on the first line defenseman behind Alex Ovechkin. (laughs) And you already... I can go over Petrangelo's... For the playoffs, if you want to hear them. If not, um, no, no biggie. No. All right. So on to we, the we should have specified if we should have added in playoff games or not. I just That's where the numbers kind of get confusing. We should we should have specified that with each other. But no biggie. I did for shits and giggles. So and then my my second line. You already said PK Subban, correct? Yes. And then I also have Ryan Ellis, Ooh. his 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 current teammate or old teammate in Nashville. Um, <sighs> As we rip the uh, PK Subban jerseys here, <laughs> we are sure ripping them. I completely didn't even realize that we are. I, mean, I did, but. Forgot that we were. Uh, Brian Ellis played for Windsor from the 07-08 season until the 2010-2011 season. Uh, had 226 games played, 314 points with 73 goals. Uh, won back-to-back championships in the 08-09 season and the 09-10 season. Wow. Uh, NHL, he has had 566 games played so far. Uh, 275 points, 76 of them being goals. Uh, watch out for him. This might have already happened. Uh, his next assist will be his 200th. Wow. So, so on to the third line. You already said Drew Doughty. I paired Drew Doughty with TJ Brody. Ooh, okay. OA, in the OHL, he played for Saginaw and the and Barry. Total of four seasons, 248 games played, 27 goals, 141 assists. Brings him to 168 total points. The NHL, between Calgary in Toronto, 11th season this year. 789 games played. 58 goals and 259 assists. <laughs> Brings him to 317 total points. Let's go, Barry. <laughs> and then my third line defensive pairing. Actually, two names we haven't heard at all yet. Uh, Brett Burns and Mikhail Sergachev. Fuck, I love Brett Burns. I didn't know he was in the OHL. <laughs> he played for Brampton, now North Bay. Uh, he played one season in the 09 or 02, 03 season, sorry. He played in six, all 68 regular season games. He had 40 points, 15 of them being goals. Uh, in the NHL, he's played 1,230 games so far, uh, I believe all with San Jose. Uh, 763 points, 223 of them being goals. Okay. And then Mikhail Sergachev played Ooh. for Windsor for two years in the 15 16 and the 16 17 season. Uh, he had 117 games played, 100 points altogether, 27 of them being goals, and eventually went on to win the Memorial Cup with them in that 16-17 season. I remember that. Beating, I remember beating that. Erie yeah. after they won the, the Jay Robertson Cause Cup. Because we all went to Otis to fucking drink our misery away. Because um, yeah, that whole CHL kind of playoffs thing is bullshit. I mean, yeah. we're not, we're not going to get into that. We we'll, get in, get we'll get into that another, 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 another yeah. night. Yeah. 340, in the NHL, it's 341 games played. 167 points, 34 of them being goals. Yeah. Now, off to our goaltenders. I don't know about you, but I put three. 
Because I have my, I have my starter, and then I couldn't decide between what backup I wanted, so I put yeah, both of them I in. Yeah, I kind of gave both Jeffy, of the option. So which one? I'm gonna go through all three of mine, and then you can do all three of yours. I we only might have even two. have the same. I have two. Okay, the first one I have is Robin Leonard. No. He played in the OHL. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Robin Leonard Boy, played one a uh, one season in Sioux, fifty two games, twenty eight wins, seventeen losses. Goals against average 2.80, save percentage point uh, in his regular season, 0.918, and his playoff season, 0.874. In the NHL with Vegas, it's his 11th season. 307, 387 games played, excuse me. 164 wins, 153 losses. Goals against 4.89. And a uh, save percentage for regular season is .917 and .919 playoffs. Hmm. My first backup, Peter Morazic, played for Ottawa for three seasons. Games played 161, wins 88, loss 52, and with 10 ties. Goals against 8.68 in regular and 10.62 in playoffs. Save percentage. Point nine point or point nine two zero regular point, point eight ninety nine point point eight ninety playoffs in the NHL. Detroit, Philly, Carolina, currently with Toronto, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, his ninth season in the league, three hundred twenty one games, one hundred fifty wins, one hundred seventeen losses, goals against two point six four regular, two point four three playoffs. Save percentage .909 regular season and .911 in playoffs. My last goalie, Peter Mur- or not Peter, uh, <laughs> Matt. I'm sorry, Matt Murray, for Sioux, four seasons. Uh, games played 181, wins 85, lost 67, so almost that 500 range. 11 ties, uh, goals against 3.52 in regular and 2.67 in playoffs. In the NHL, from Pittsburgh to Ottawa, seventh. This is the seventh season, two hundred ninety-seven games, hundred sixty-one wins, ninety-nine losses, <laughs> two point seven seven regular game goals against, and two point eighteen playoffs for goals against. Save percentage, point nine eleven. Point nine eleven regular season, point nine twenty one in playoffs, and that's all I have for my goaltenders. Uh, you have three total. You have two totally different ones, don't you? I just gotta say, we absolutely destroyed you in the fucking goal again. I figured you. We did. got Philip Grubauer as our starter. Who's in the OHL? He was in the OHL. Jeffy, where played was that? For, I played for all of Belleville, Windsor, and Kingston from 0809 to the ten eleven season. Um, I wasn't for some reason I wasn't able to find the goals against and save percentage for their OHL. Okay. Um, he had a 50, 52, 36 record with 10 ties um but i was able to find his goals against and save percentage in the oh, nhl in the nhl he had 122 87 and 26 record with a 2.5 goals against and then 0.915 save percentage so you guys are gonna win this no matter what you and guys then, won you guys won i'm just gonna give you the fucking gold medal jordan bennington as our backup goaltender <laughs> let's go Cal! come on baby let's go he played for owen sound from the 09 10 season to the 12 13 season had an 86-51 record with 14 ties and won the championship with them. Hey, my phone did a break. <laughs> won the championship with them in the 10-11 season. Uh, in the 
NHL, he's had an 85-44-20 record with a 2.55 goals against and a .912 save percentage. With one Stanley Cup. One Stanley Cup. What a th- so what we're going to do here... Clown, let's say, I didn't even catch that. I didn't catch any of your guys. Oh, wait, Joe, God, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, no, let's go, what, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to let the guy, the people, people of the world decide this. this they won. Here. Just give them the gold medal. No, um, no, hold on. <clears throat> you can, can shut the fuck up. And take a chill pill yeah. and lose. It wasn't it's, even a fucking game. I know. <laughs> Literally not even a game. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's it. Our fans decide what we want them to we'll, do. We will post fully in-depth both lineups. Full full 12 forward, six defensemen, two goaltender lineups. We're not going to post all the stats because that typing will just take absolutely fucking forever. So we're going to put both 20-player lineups probably up right, right above each other. And you guys can vote. We'll probably can make a poll out of it. You guys can decide who you think is the actual winner. The forwards, I think we did pretty damn close. We're pretty damn yeah. similar. We were, it, it's oh, just the, the, goal. Ska- the skaters were pretty damn close. Oh, it was it's, 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 deba- it's, deba- it's debatable. It's just goaltenders not trying to be biased here. Goaltenders is where, where really, really, it's really going to come down to. I there know. might be I some just, people that can argue, I, oh, yeah. I think Marner belongs on the first line, but you guys had him on what, the second. Yeah. So there might be a lot of people that disagree with us putting him on the fourth line, which might cast put their See, vote against you guys. Yeah, I, like, but, I literally did two days of research, to, and I literally typed in, OHL goalies currently in the NHL, and got fucking nothing. Those were the three <laughs> that I got. And I'm like, what the hell? And I met, I text Jeffy on, on you know, I text Jeffy, I'm like, hey, do me a favor. Do some research on OHL goalies. And he responded back, okay. Then he took a nap. <laughs> but I... <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's a tough thing to, like... Because th- there's so much... So many players here that, like... You, you can say, like, hey, they give him the OHL, but, like, who do you put in, in your active lineup? So, like... Yeah. It was I tough because there was a lot of good. We, there's a lot of good. It, it, it's just you know. With, it's with a the matter act, of who. What you know, once you go to the act, it's like, okay, who do you narrow down? Who do you cut versus keep? Yeah, yeah. Like I really want. So there's a, a lot of great forwards that we decided to cut out because you're like there's yeah. there's so like many. I, I, I almost I, put, I, think, I mean just I, to name a few goalies. Um, I almost told Bubba like for instance like you guys had Craig, Craig Anderson, Malcolm Subban. There's just but, a couple of goalies that we decided like, to I, 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 I think, Craig Anderson. Like, here's the thing. Between Kyle and I, like, when, when Kyle and I got, got together, like, I, I think, like, whenever he came to decision, like, the start, like, one of the goaltenders, it paid me, versus the other goaltender, it paid yeah. Kyle. Like, it's, it, and it's a, tough. A lot of the big-name forwards that we had to keep out, too. You know, Mark Shifley, Andrei Svechnikov, Dylan Strom, Alex Dabrinkit, James Neal, Dustin Brown... Um, Jeff Carter, Jeff Carter, Jeff Skinner, Matthew Kachuk. Like, there's a lot of big names we had to keep out. You know, Wayne but, Simmons. But, like, it, it, going it, to it, defense, we kept out T.J. Brody. You know, there's Jordan Stall, Darnell it, Nurse. But, like, like, uh, like uh, not trying to cut Kyle off, but like, it, it hurt us. Like, yeah. regardless, like, like what side you're on or not, like, it it fucking hurt. I us. did forget to mention. I guess we did have a third goalie. Technically, we had an honorable mention of Craig Anderson, and then we did one honorable mention from each. Line we had to, I, our yeah. defensive mention was Doogie Hamilton. Our forward mention was Wayne Simmons. Okay, but basically just because just he just recently celebrated his 1,000th game, so we just said I'll throw him in there as an honorable mention just because of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, why not, right? I think we did. We had the same as for all time. Yeah, we have a couple of honorable mention. The only one we, we don't have an honorable mention on our all time goalie. Yeah. But well, that'll be for them too next week. Yeah. Like I said we'll have the, the two, the two 
of the OG brains yeah. battling it out, which I think that'll be fun to see I, these two I really go back think, and forth. I really think we I'm should excited. have switched them. If we could look back at it and we knew what we were doing, I think these two, it would have been fun to watch these two do the current. No, I, I, I think personally, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be biased, but like, I think the battle between Jeff and I with the, the all time, the, the all time will be, will take more of an episode versus you two. That's I'm sorry, point. I'm not trying to be like an no, asshole to you guys, but no, like, I understand. like, like the, the knowledge that Jeff and I have in the OHL versus the two of you have, I, I feel like it, it personally, uh, Fits are both better with. with it's the gonna be fun to see that that family rivalry. Yeah. Go, go back well, wait, 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 which will go more into detail next week once we get into this episode. But like, for this one, I think we j- gotta gotta about wrap it up here. We're going on what an hour forty. <laughs> hour thirty, but like, yeah. um, I know we don't got have any other news. We went through all of it. Yes. Yeah. I, I know. So again, again, keep a look on social media. Probably most likely Facebook is where we'll, we'll post the poll. Try, try to figure out if we can. There's a way we can do it on Twitter as well. I don't know if it'll let us do that many characters. E- either way, like there's gonna be a a poll on social media. Yeah. I, I know Kyle. I know Kyle. You said you'd be uh, you'd be on on TikTok here. Yeah. Um, if you're not following us on any of those social media posts, you know seriously, what the fuck are you doing, guys? Yeah. We're you know we're 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 already half in. Like we we got this. And we're fifty three episodes deep. I feel like just yesterday we did 50, but <laughs> it's, uh, this is already 53. Yeah. They, uh, keep, keep in tune. Um, hopefully here soon we, we'll give you an update on Ethan, assuming that he's able to uh, give the public any any updates here. I mean, w- with how his contract is, you know. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we can't we can't release any more than he's allowed to, but, you know. As of right now, I, I can promise guys. Any more that he's, he is comfortable with, with releasing Whoa, he, he, and that he's allowed to. Yeah, so, again, but there, there as, might be some stuff that he's allowed to, but he's just not comfortable with. So, as of right now, I I promise you guys, you know, Ethan's doing great. You know, he, he's, 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 he he's talks to, to, to talk to him about what once a week we get once to, a week, one, to one, once a week, week no twice a week he'll talk to me and be like, hey, I'm doing good, you know, X Y and Z's happened, you know, I'm doing fine, whatever. But like, Ethan's doing good. You know? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's ten thirty eight here right now. He it's over where he is. It's what, what about six a.m. seven oh, a.m. Yeah. where he is. E- e- either way, <laughs> e- I promise Ethan's doing great. You know, we we miss you, Ethan. We love you, buddy. Yeah, miss you, buddy. Um, yep. Anyway, that'll be it for this week's uh, Buckbuster podcast. We'll see you guys next week. We love y'all. Peace out, boys. Catch ya Deuces. later.